2: Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch.
0: Upfront payment of $45
2: equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
1: Rock and roll and cars are a classic combination. In fact, the very first rock and roll song, Rocket 88, was about a car. So get ready to rev your engines and hit the open road, because on this episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll, we're shifted into high gear and exploring the music about cars. From the rhythmic hum of the engine to the wind in your hair, these tunes capture the essence of the open highway and the freedom that comes with it. We're diving into the classics and exploring the rock and roll rebel attitude embodied in some of these great songs. But it's not just about those classic rockers. We're going to hit the gas on some unexpected picks from some other genres too from the country road to the city streets music about cars this has a universal appeal that transcends genres and generations so buckle up and get ready to cruise with us through the highways and byways of the ultimate playlist for joy rides let's get our kicks on route 66
3: much dust and sand and I said listen I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere man I've been everywhere man across the desert bare man I breathe the mountain air man I travel I've had my share man I've been everywhere I've been to Reno Chicago Fargo Minnesota Buffalo Toronto Winslow.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to season four and episode 76 of the Prisoners of Rock and Roll. Happy 2024. Whether you're a longtime listener or you're checking us out for the first time, welcome. My name is Bruce Kramer, and I'm here tonight with my good friend and my co-host, the one and only Ryan McCusker.
2: Are you rocking down the highway?
1: Yeah. Prisoners (laughs) of Rock and Roll is part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Our show is sponsored by Boldfoot Socks and McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia. What's going on, brother? Happy 2024.
2: I'm happy to be here, man. 2024 is going to be our year.
1: Let's get after it, man. Yeah. So we had a we took a couple of weeks off for the holidays. How was your Christmas?
2: Christmas was amazing, dude. You got me the greatest gift ever. Bruce got me a Funko Pop made of myself, which I was totally speechless when he gave it to me.
1: Yes, I came. I drove down to the bar on the took took a long lunch and drove over, and I I totally got you, dude. The, the look on your face was was awesome.
2: If there wasn't like delivery hands like there was was a bunch of guys there from deliveries or like big macho men i would have been
1: crying it was awesome
2: you even got the cat right you even got galaxy right
1: yeah so the funko pop had a had a microphone in his hand a set of drumsticks and
2: and as an accessory it had galaxy the cat
1: it had your cat so amazing yeah dude that was a good one it was a good one you got me sir awesome i'm glad i did Yeah. yeah So cool, man! I'm glad you had a good Christmas. I uh I took a took the week between Christmas and New Year's off from work, so I just did a bunch of shit around the house, did some stuff with the family. I'm uh I'm fighting a little bit of a head cold right now, so if I sound a little I think everybody's
2: everybody's sick
1: now. Yeah, everybody at work was sick, and even the week before Christmas, everybody was sick. It was like more than half of my team wasn't wasn't in the office because of something was going around. Everyone in my my wife's sick, my kids are sick. Uh, so
2: well, I hope everybody gets a speed recovery, man.
1: Yeah, I was saying as we were setting it up, man, I timed it perfectly every four hours taking DayQuil. So as soon as we're done this, uh, I timed it that the DayQuil will be running off just as it's finished so I can take <sighs> NightQuil and go to bed and I'll sleep for 12 hours. So Dude, I'm stuff. sure.
2: I'm sure DayQuil, NightQuil sales are up
1: right now. <laughs> I dude i had to run out and get some more before we did the show and it was like yeah, the shelf was like bare
2: i'm just glad i'm on the other end of the microphone sir
1: right we're doing this remotely i'm not sneezing and coughing all over you and uh you know what sucks too man have it, having a cold when you have an enormous like civil war beard is really
2: gross <laughs> you do man you have this rocking beard going yeah it was yeah. the first thing i i i said to you you look like uh Wailing, said
1: like Wailing yeah It's long yeah. enough I could put it in a ponytail now. It's uh it's pretty crazy. Holy so shit. Yeah, it's good it's good stuff. It's just been it has a little
2: it gray in it. It looks great.
1: It's a little um I'm um, matured. The warden actually was over uh last week. The warden was supposed to come over Christmas Day and he didn't because he was sick. Uh. and then uh he came over last weekend and he got me a bottle of Pap's Blue Ribbon whiskey. That really Yes, and it says on the bottle, aged five seconds. So, nice. So See, I'm that's sure what it's I need delicious. To do,
2: that's what I need to do the Citywide special with. I'll have to
1: look into that. It's clear because it's, it's only aged in a barrel for five seconds. So I I didn't open it yet.
2: I'll have to check that out. Maybe get that for the bar for a hoot and honey. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to break it open eventually when I'm feeling a little better. I didn't want to waste it. Yeah, when I can't uh, enjoy the bouquet of it when I'm all stuffed up.
2: Oh, please don't wait for me to come over.
1: Right. Right. Well, you don't drink whiskey.
2: I used to, but I used to break out. I used to break out in it. I used to break out in handcuffs.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You start sweating out of your eyes when you drink Jack Daniels. Not
2: anymore. Ever since your wedding, I start drinking
1: Jack Daniels. That's my drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My wedding. That was the only thing. We we started beer and Jack Daniels. That was it.
2: That was the only. That was the first time I ever had Jack Daniels in my whole life, besides the shot that we did, and I didn't think it was. Yeah, but yeah, Jack Jack's the shit. Somebody just told me there's a uh, Jack Daniels Frank Sinatra version out there.
1: I have a bottle of that. I've never opened it. I hear it's smooth. Somebody at work gave me a bottle for something like a project we were. It was in like a. It's in a box and it has a little like booklet in it and like a like a ticket like you're in the frank sinatra jack daniels club
0: oh um, dude yeah I never, i've that. had it
1: yeah i'll show it to you next time you're over i've had it for like 10 years i've never opened it but yeah
2: don't open that shit
1: yeah that's just like it just goes on a shelf somewhere
2: but yeah i might get that myself i better be look nice in the bar
1: <laughs> yeah just keep it behind the bar so no doesn't somebody steal steals it, it. right really. like your uh billy d williams picture Ugh. all right man so cars maybe yeah dude you uh you know we're kicking around ideas yeah, uh, yeah when are we going to get back after the show? What do we want to do? And you just, you said it just, the idea just fell out of your head. Let's do something about the cars.
2: Cars is, you know, rock and roll. It was like the beginning of rock and roll was about cars.
1: Yeah, man. Like, the, I mean, the image of getting in your car and driving, going to the drive-in restaurant and, or the sock hop or shit like that. Yeah, dude, it's just part of American culture, cars and rock and roll.
2: You know, and each generation You know cars progressed and then and everybody has their version of rock and roll with cars in it
1: you know sure and cars kind of became a big thing after world war ii in the 50s and that's what rock and roll started so makes perfect sense that they kind of grew up together in america and americans we we love our cars man like probably more than any other country in the world we love our guns and cars we love our (laughs) guns and cars and we love our rock and roll so it made perfect sense and we put together a list of shit, man. You got uh, it's about two hours and 45 minutes worth of songs <laughs> on here. We're not going to get to every one of them. I never, we'll thought get
2: I never thought there were so many songs about like, cars and being on, on the road. And I found some cool stuff and I found some stuff that's not cool, you know, but you found yeah. some awesome shit that I even think of.
1: Yeah, when you sent when you sent the idea, I it took me a while. I was like thinking about it and I was like, I'm I'm not feeling this one. I can't think of anything. And then it just like boom, it just started like what well, I was like, oh shit, yeah, this and that, this and that. So And we started with Johnny Cash. You know, I've been everywhere off of the um, the American Two album. We did a whole show on Johnny Cash's that part of Johnny Cash's career and how awesome that was. I'm surprised that song is so later in his career. You know? Yeah, dude, that's a fantastic I love that era of Johnny Cash's career. Yeah. yeah. It's great. But
2: you said it. Uh the original rock and roll song was about a car.
1: Yes. Jackie Branson and his Delta Cats featuring, I think, the original shit bag of the week on the prisoners <laughs> of the rock and roll. Like Turner. I
2: like Turner. Ugh.
1: Way way back. You know, here Shitbag of the week. <laughs>
2: dun dun dun. <laughs>
1: I think way nice. back in uh, episode four that we did about Sun Records, Rocket 88. Let's play a little bit of it. This is this is a great friggin' tune, man. It I really love is. It. Love yeah, it. I do too. <laughs>
3: You heard of Jalopnik? You heard the noise they make. But let me
0: introduce my new Rocket 88. Yes, it's great. Just one way. Everybody likes my Rocket 88. Baby, we'll ride in
3: style, moving all along.
2: I could just see. I could close my eyes and see on the road and just seeing telephone poles past me. As I'm just cruising to that song.
1: Yeah. And I guess the the story of it was those guys were driving to Memphis to record an album and they were talking about they had no idea what the hell they were going to record. And they just started talking about all the cars they were going to sing. And then that that classic fuzzy guitar that you hear, like the story yeah. was that they the guys were all crammed in. And as they pulled up outside of Stun Records, they realized that one of the amps broke. And Sam Phillips stuck like uh, napkins from like a diner in there. And it made that fuzzy sound really yeah. cool.
2: We used to do that as kids, like with stereo speakers.
1: Yeah, you no, know? sure. Sure. And, uh,
2: sure. and uh, on the headset, man, you could really hear that fuzz clearly. And it gives it it gives it like a uh, an
1: aura. Yeah. And it's cool how many times like the kinks have borrowed that it's in like, I can't get no satisfaction by the stones. Like other people have borrowed that from it and it was just like a they're just they were dealing with a problem like something you know an f up with broken equipment
2: that's how great recordings go you roll with the punches and something great happens by accident
1: you know yeah and that's all you know we got into that a lot in our episode on sun records which i still think was one of the best episodes we ever did yes
2: totally go back and listen to that episode
1: i think that yeah. was the first one we ever played music on too
2: yeah we came up yeah. with a good idea yeah
1: Way back in episode four. So.
2: Sticking in that error, Chuck Berry, man. No particular place to go.
3: I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. My curiosity running wild. Cruising and playing the radio. With no particular place to go. Riding along in my automobile. To tell her the way I, feel.
1: So I told her softly and sincere. And she leaned and whispered in my ear. Man, I'm reading a uh, biography about him right now. It's like he's such an interesting dude, and he's one of the original motherfuckers of rock and roll.
2: Oh, he he is the motherfucker. I mean, just he's interesting because he didn't learn how to play guitar until later in his life. And he just picked it up and just started playing.
1: And interesting, like the book was talking a lot about, like he's one of the few rock and rollers in that era who didn't like the church didn't influence his music. It was like other things that wow. brought it br- that he came up with. It wasn't like gospel music. Wow. So yeah, yeah really he had, interesting. Like, real Richard absurd.
2: was real gospely,
1: right? Well, I never Elvis. thought about
2: that. Well,
1: cool. Yeah, there was a whole there was like a whole chapter about it that very specific that he was not influenced by the church. So interesting mm-hmm. stuff. Very cool.
2: I love Mustang Sally. I mean, it's been overdone so many times, but the original by Wilson Pickett is the best version.
1: Yeah. You can go into a bar on a Saturday night and chances are pretty good. You're going to hear a bar band playing this, but it is a great frigging song now.
2: great song you ever see the movie the commitments no oh dude you're missing out it's like this irish rock band and they're learning how to play that song and the girls backup singers going roy sally roy like in a real irish folk. and the guy's like it's not roy sally roy it's right sally ride that's, that's what funny. i always think of it is funny movie you should say you love music so the whole movies about music
1: yeah you know, he was on Stacked records which we haven't talked a whole lot about on our list and he was one of the guys that did um recording with the muscle shoals swampers in atlanta that i'll oh, we'll, yeah. we'll do a show about them sometime soon it is like super interesting man all the music that those guys made
2: they were like the funk brothers right
1: they really were yeah dude like aretha franklin and all kinds of other uh, huge musicians yeah they've been on the topic list for a while we'll get we'll get to them
2: oh wow i hope we do that in 2024
1: I'm sure we will.
2: Johnny Cash has more than one uh, car song. There's a bunch of them, but my favorite one is One Piece at a Time. I think that's my favorite Cash song, period. Is it? I think so. It's so creative.
1: It's funny. It's... Uh, yeah, I there's not many Johnny Cash songs I don't like, but... I agree. It's a it's a great tune. Let's play a little bit of it. Instead, it's funny, and it tells a story, and I'd uh, love well, to hear you guys. Great songwriting, man. It is.
3: be the envy of most any man. I'd sneak it out of there in the lunchbox in my hand. Now, getting caught meant getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime you know it's me when I come through your town. I'm going to ride around in style. I'm going to drive everybody wild. Because I'll have the only one there is around.
1: This
2: was a song that made me think of doing this topic. Johnny Cash is a great songwriter, great storyteller, great voice, everything.
1: It has that um that classic Johnny Cash, like the uh like the sound of the dollar bill in the guitar strings. Oh, sure. like that.
2: Sure. that was like one of the first Johnny Cash songs I ever heard was that. Like besides, you know, walk the line, whatnot. Right. You know who has a great song is Not King Cole. Get your roots yeah. out, get your kicks off and Route Sixty Six. These are the the classic songs right now, man.
1: I didn't realize that Nat King Cole sang this. That was a song that popped in my head, and I went to look it up and put it on the playlist, and I was like, really? It was that old? It went all the way back to Nat King Cole? I thought it was like a more, I don't know, like Jan and Dean, but but, what what, what the hell do I know? But yeah, dude, here you go.
3: My way, take the highway, that's the best. I get your kicks on Route 66. It winds from
1: Chicago to LA More than two... I love Mackin Cole uh, I mean, Yeah we talked about him the Christmas, Christmas episode just, yeah. yeah just how it, perfect his voice is
2: It's good to hear other songs besides the Christmas songs you know it's like hey he was so talented and died so young
1: I like I thought that was a pretty popular phrase like get your kicks on Route 66 and I I just I guess I realized, he just,
2: coined it or I guess the so. Song.
1: Right. And I mean, that song is from the 40s. So it's like, I, you know, what the hell do I, I said, what the hell do I know? I could have swore it was, I thought it was a little bit more contemporary, but.
2: We're here to educate know. and entertain my
1: friend. There you now. go. I learned something being here.
2: That Janet Dean, man. Dead Man's Curve. How about that song?
1: They do not get enough credit in like music for they what should they.
2: Be. They should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they are. I mean, they uh, should be. I mean, they are just uh, a copy off of Beach Boys, you know, watered down version of the Beach Boys, but they're still an important part of rock and roll.
1: Jan and Dean are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they've never been nominated. Wow. So, interesting. But, mm. yeah, dude, uh, Dead Man's Curve is a, is a really good song. And interestingly enough, as I was doing a little bit of research about this, Where do I have it? My notes. Jan was involved in a car crash kind of near Dead Man's Curve where he what they sing about, like years later, he was in a car accident, like right where Dead Man's Curve that they sing about. It's kind of kind of interesting. Here you go. You know, they're, and, they're so important because they're before the Beach Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they came first, and the Beach Boys took that sound and and became you know enormous with it. But Janet huge Dean, huge pop, uh, influential. I
2: think Wilson actually wrote a song for them.
1: Uh, Brian Wilson.
2: Yeah, I believe he wrote a song for them. Yeah. And they were on a different record label, and they were like, "Yo, what are you doing? You're writing a song for the enemy."
1: They collaborated on about a dozen songs. They wrote Surf City together, Drag City.
2: Sure, his father loved
1: that shit. Jan and Dean had 16 top 40 hits, 26 hits over an eight year period, and they collaborated a lot with Brian Wilson What about a dozen songs.
0: Why
2: aren't now, they in the Hall of Fame? That's ridiculous.
1: I don't know, man. Said they're like, uh, just very influential in like early rock and roll stuff i'm kind of surprised that they've never gotten even even noticed but mm-hmm. a lot of those surf guys just don't get a lot of you know the beach boys are in but you know shit i've talked a million times on here about like dick dale should yeah. be in and yeah
2: they just missed the bus on that surfing talking about the beach boys they got a great one fun fun fun
1: they got on, they got like five there's like five or six beach Boys songs we could have put <laughs> on here but all good <laughs>
3: She forgot all about the library, like she told her old man. now. And with the radio blast and go cruising just as fast as she can now. And she'll have fun, 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 doing that. It takes a teabit away. Fun, 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 doing that. It takes a teabit away.
2: I have such great memories of that song playing on the jukebox in the bar, man. Growing up that is a fucking kick-ass song
1: the opening for that is so uh chuck johnny Be good yeah. Oh, yeah
2: yeah you think chuck berry heard that and said motherfucker
1: right more <laughs> white people ripping me off
2: oh my god but, but the beach Boys are they, awesome they're vocally okay maybe they ripped off whatever 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 but vocally they did something original
1: Nobody saying harmony's better than them i don't you know i I don't care Crosby still's Nash and Young no, and th- th- nobody no nobody saying
0: no nobody saying
1: harmonies like the beach boys and again put headphones on and listen to it cuz there's so much more going on like it's easy to just like hear the harmonies and sing along but you hear all the, there's there's a lot going on with that the in music in the
2: background the duo yeah. uh, wow. what the holy shit
1: they were so yeah, talented really complicated songs
2: uh, another that error was the beatles the beatles were a fucking amazing band at the time and you know rubber soul was my favorite beatles album and uh drive my car man, great song
1: yeah we've said for a while we wanted to do either rubber soul or revolver versus pet sounds one of our mm. album face-offs we'll we'll, wow. we'll put amazing. that on the list for 2020 yeah, sure too. Ooh, so, here's a little drive my car
0: you a better time. baby. you can drive my car. Yes, I'm going to be a star. Maybe you can drive my car. And
3: maybe I love you. beep, 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 beep yeah.
1: Great rock and song, man it's a it's a great song i guess that's one of the few british acts that are on the playlist
2: yeah really another weird little band you ever hear that song hey little cobra
1: no but you put it on the um the playlist and you sent it to me and we're like check this out
2: yeah i dig the old sound of it
1: yeah 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 they're like a they're an old band i've never heard of but yeah dude that's definitely worth checking out here you go
3: hey Cobra, don't you know you're gonna shut them down? I took my Cobra down to the track, hitched to the back of my Cadillac. Everyone was there just waiting for me. There were plenty of stingrays and XK.
2: I love that old 60s sound. Yeah. Now, I could see that. I could see that car rolling down the street with that song playing.
1: Absolutely. What's another great song is GTO. Yeah. This has the exact same kind of vibe. Uh, Ronnie and the Daytonas.
3: Yeah.
1: on Love it. Yeah, man, I love it. The harmonies just the sound to it. It's just great.
2: Just moving along in the decades here, moving on. Um, I think it's time for some Wailing Jennings. What do you think?
1: Okay. Those Duke boys. Yeah, dude, a little Wailing Jennings. It's
3: the, day they was born. the curve. Yeah. the hill. Someday the mountain might get over the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little
2: bit more than the law of the law. <laughs> oh, God. Great show. Who's the, who's the sheriff's
1: name? Roscoe P. Coltrane. Roscoe
2: P. Coltrane with his dog Roscoe, whatever.
1: Yes, Flash. The, the Flash. dog's name is Flash. <laughs> yeah, Flash. Yeah, man. There's a um. There's a Dukes of Hazard museum in Nashville.
2: You're kidding me. No. Yeah. Uh see, just another reason why I need to get to Nashville.
1: Yes, the guy that played Cooter wound up becoming like a state senator in Tennessee. I love. And the there's cooter. a museum called There's a museum called like Cooter's Place. He's it's like all kind of.
2: He was like the good guy in The Cops.
1: Yeah, there's like, uh, Cooter's Place is right next to, like, there's a Willie Nelson Museum, like a a roadside attraction. Oh,
0: well, it's,
1: it's cool.
2: We don't have it on the playlist, but we know Willie Nelson has a great road song.
0: Yeah. On the road again,
3: going places that I've never been. Seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Like a man of gets we go down the highway. We're the best of friends. Insisting that the world keeps turning our way. And our way is
2: on the road again. Willie's the best.
1: Willie is a national treasure.
2: I read his book during the pandemic, and he is such an outlaw, man. Like, he is a definition of outlaw. He lives his life by him, to himself, true to himself, and don't give a fuck about anybody else. It's, he's amazing.
1: He didn't give a fuck about paying his taxes, too. And
2: <laughs> Am the man. Yep. Another, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for the great old, good old Grateful Dead.
3: Like the two dumb men together. God bless you, Light. Just keep chugging. Arrows of the Union and Flash and Marquees out on Main Street. Chicago, New York, Detroit, and it's all on the same street.
2: God, they're great that album is unreal
1: american dead uh american beauty american beauty one of the guys who run pantheon the network that we're on peter uh shared a picture today of he's like working on a cool new podcast joining us and it was him and phil lesh from no. Grateful Dead. oh yeah so so phil lesh is going to be doing a, a podcast on the same network as us like super that cool. is super
2: cool man
1: yeah so props we're, we're keeping good company man pantheon's got the official metallica podcast that metallica's involved in we got some there's some big names on there
2: and they got us
1: and they got us
2: So, (laughs) you know girls like their cars too sure and you know who was one hell of a woman was janice joplin
1: uh yeah the song mercedes we could play this whole thing but i know we can't because we don't want to get sued but yeah Oh lord
3: won't you buy me Is trying to find me.
2: You can hear the southern comfort on her vocal
1: cords. (laughs) Nobody in music ever sounded like her.
2: No one ever will, man. She was no. She was a pearl, man.
1: And the fact that she's doing that acapella—just you can hear—unreal. Just just,
2: hanging her hand to keep time.
1: Yeah, that's
2: that's like up there with like blues recordings. You know, it just it's all expression, it's all feeling.
1: Yeah, you know, you Nobody said anything like else. Her. Yeah, just like that. Um, we did the show on the Monterey Pop Festival, and she's just wrecking it. And they go to the crowd, and like, Mama Cass is just sitting there with like her mouth open, just like, like "Oh my shit. god!" Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a shame. <laughs> she she like destroyed herself, man. She really did. Yeah, I love Jerry Reed. Man, Jerry Reed had a bunch of songs. Like he's like the original like trucker he was in that movie um smokey,
1: smokey and the bandit. bandit
2: yeah which yeah, has a few that's...
1: good songs do you want to play eastbound and down that was like i, the I would love Smoke to hear that uh, uh, here you go
2: you scum Keep hard on
3: the pedal. Mind break. let it all hang out cold boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana and we'll bring it back no matter what it takes He's pounded down loaded up and trucking are we gonna do what they say can't be done we've got a long
1: way to go and a short time
2: yeah yeah that goes with with your look right now bro
1: right it does
2: He's got another one He's got Lord Mr. Ford
1: Lord Mr. Ford Yeah, we can play a little yes. bit of that Here you go Awesome
3: Well, I'm not a man to point a judge To bear very will to hold a grudge But I think it's time to send me a few choice words
1: That's some good it. uh country western rockabilly kind of stuff right there.
2: You know what has a really good rockabilly feel is uh when Springsteen covered Pink Cadillac.
1: Yeah. It, there was a another one that we could there was like fifty songs we could have put on here, but Pink Cadillac was a good one. Off the tracks box set. Oh,
2: I never knew why that wasn't bigger. Was that like during his like 90s phase? He recorded that, do you know,
1: it was actually the B side to dancing in the dark, but it wasn't on the album.
2: Oh, wow. So it is the East Street oh.
1: Band playing back. Then. It is. Yeah.
2: I wonder why they get much. I remember hearing it in a movie growing up. It's just it's it stands for so much. And it's Springsteen. You think it'd be bigger, you know, anyway, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you're right. Why is it not on an album that was more popular? It was on the box set. Like
2: that could have uh, been tracks. Born, that could have been born on the USA.
1: Yeah, Easily. absolutely.
2: Easily. Mm-hmm. Especially a, a an album about America. Another great American is John Fogarty.
1: Yeah, I love John Fogarty, man. I know you do Greetings.
2: You you put this song on here, Hot Rod Heart.
1: His solo stuff as he got older, his voice is um it doesn't it, it it's getting real high pitched, but it's still it's still. It's a, a great song, song though.
3: We can put the top down, listen to the radio a Big old Buick and a big old sky, and wheels on fire and I tell you why I Got a high riding heart oh, Let's go prowling, sneaking like we used.
1: Great song. I love Creedence. Yeah, we were working in the music store when that album came out. I remember we used to play it all the time.
2: Yeah. I mean, this the drive of the guitar, the bass. It's definitely like cruising down the road, man.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Let's let's talk about one more. We'll take a break. Yeah, sure. Uh we got to talk about The Late Great Roy Orbison.
1: Oh my god, dude, this song. Did you know about this song? I did. We talked about it some in another episode. I know it, ca- it came out after he died. Maybe it was the same time as when he recorded it. You got it. If I remember correctly, that's what it was. Like he recorded it. And then like Jeff Lynn cleaned it up and published it and released it after he died.
2: And then Cindy Lauper covered it.
1: Yeah. Cindy Lauper covered it. And some other Celine Dion covered it. And uh, the Celine Dion version is terrible. The Cindy Lauper (laughs) version is pretty good. Yeah, Um, But
2: nothing beats Roy.
1: I know we were texting each other this week talking about this song. I mean, shit, there's a there's a I'll try. I'll play it like two minutes in. Like he hits his high note and you're just like, man, is so good.
2: the hairs on the back of my neck stand up when he hits that note, man. And he was old when he did that. You can hear that. He's an older man. But he's still fucking hitting
1: it. The Cyndi Lauper version came out first. And then that album, King of Hearts, it came out after he died. Okay. It was it was on air that, uh, that Jeff Lynne produced. But, yeah. I just I'm remember like,
2: it being... I, I know his version more than anything. I do, too. Yeah. But, man, he was... The legend goes he wore the sunglasses so you couldn't see him cry while he sang his songs, man.
1: He has and- a really sad story, man. Like his his wife died and his kids died and just a lot of tragedy. In his life. And then he died very young. Yeah, he was 60-something. He was 52.
2: Whoa! We're a couple years away from that, bro.
1: He just died of a heart attack. I, the fact that he was like... There's a point in his career where he wasn't popular anymore it just blows sure. my mind much like Johnny Cash where well, was like holy shit man
2: the traveling wheelberries really brought him a little bit you know kingdom before he died you know like yeah. gave him praise before he died you know and that album was number one when he passed away was that that traveling wheelberry album
1: an amazing like there's a documentary like the making of that album. Yeah, would come with it and it was like it was so cool because everybody else in the traveling Woolberries were calling him Mr. Orbison like even Dylan. George Harrison was calling him Mr. Orbison and they were like it's such a pleasure to work with you and we're honored and it just it uh, was super cool
2: I mean I would love just to been in that session like I don't know who played drums on that session but I wish it was me
1: yeah we got um we just got Shortchanged and a lot of good music by him dying at such a young age. I think of him the same way I think of like Buddy Holly. Like, man, if you sure. just lived longer, like there could have been so much more good music. Yeah.
2: Let's take a little break, homie.
1: That sounds great, man. Why don't we take a break and uh, we'll circle back and we got some more stuff to play. Word up, stick around, yo. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox at McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Chunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. So it's 2024, and I bet a lot of you made New Year's resolutions to look good. New year, new you, and all that. Well, what better way to do that than styling a great-looking pair of new socks? And you can get that great-looking pair of new socks and Boldfoot socks. Boldfoot have tons of different styles. You can show a little bit of flair or personality at work or working out. Every pair is made in America and come with three months of sock insurance in case anything happens to them. And on top of that, the owner, Josh, is a big music fan, so we're really proud to have him on board. You can check him out at boldfoot.com. All right. Thanks so much for sticking with us. That was cars by Gary Newman. That's a weird song.
2: I love it. I remember the video. There was no cars in the video. I don't think. I don't remember. I just remember him like short haircut, very bad video. Looked like it was made on. It was obviously made on tape. You know, it just had that look to it. So 80s sounding. Everything was 80s then, man. Everything was so 80s with beginning MTV, you know, like, yeah so weird
1: yep um, I totally agree
2: what is a rockin' song a rockin' band that you really don't hear much about more than this song is Golden Earring
1: Golden Earring was a really cool band I mean I don't yeah. listen to a ton of their stuff but the songs that I know I, I do enjoy <laughs> Radar Love
3: and it's a half past four and I'm shifting gear.
2: great song dude. dude uh you know it's the best part of that song is the drum solo now if you were my friend friend you'd find a little bit on that song where the drum solo is and play that shit for me shit's killer bro
1: I was reading about that song I saw that King Diamond covered that at some point in his career it's, <laughs> just, it's gotta be terrible and like yeah. R.E.M. has covered it
2: R.E.M. covered it White covered it and they really kicked the shit out of
1: it I remember that I think it's time for the artist Don't need to say anything else, it's here
3: person that in making out once. love them leave fast I guess I must be done was makes all right. What I got to lose?
2: Oh, he was the best show I've ever fucking seen, Bruce.
1: Yeah, you said that. Yeah, that was before, the song, dude. I'm sorry, uh, go ahead.
2: No, yeah, I said that before he died. Best fucking show I've ever seen. Unfucking believable He did that. He did every hit. It was amazing. I'm so glad I saw him. But this song, I always heard it was about taking uh, girl it was like a girl's virginity.
1: Like a one-night stand.
2: Yeah, like a one a little red Corvette. Like, yo, yeah, that's hot. That's fucking hot. He was like, he had such sex appeal and...
1: Right, Every one of his songs was about sex.
2: He was a Gemini, baby. (laughs) Just like me. What can I say?
1: Yeah, he was freaky.
2: The 80s had some great bands. The Cars were a great band.
1: I never got into the Cars that
2: much. Dude, they had just not Rick Oshley. What was his name?
1: Rick Okasek? Just not him.
2: He was like the lead singer in the 80s and stuff. But they had other guys in the band that sang. So... This song, Drive, it wasn't Rick.
3: Who's gonna tell you things Aren't so great You can't go on Thinking Nothing's wrong
1: It was uh, the bassist Benjamin Orr singing on it. I
2: believe he passed away.
1: He did. He passed away in 2000. Yeah. He's that good. song, too, was uh was huge because they played it at Live Aid where they were showing all the video. They were showing like a video montage of all the people in uh, affected by the famine in Ethiopia. That oh, song wow. was playing behind it. So wow. got a lot of attention. I think like Great. Bowie introduced it. Great song. I don't know, man. I never got into the cards. I just never spent time listening to a lot of them. Yeah, you know, like the greatest
2: instrumental song of all time is Lowrider.
1: Yeah, dude, uh, by War, by the funk band. We, we don't talk about funk music enough on the show. You I go.
2: know, what's up with that?
1: We'll get to it. Awesome.
2: Yeah, I that's, that's a, a song a, you just I
1: would say it's the confused when I hear that. That's out. a song you just you instantly know what it is when you hear it. No, yeah.
2: It's been in so many movies, so many commercials, so many awesome, memorable things that song goes for, man. When I was thinking of this episode, and I said jokingly, we have to put Grease Lightning in this fucking shit. Why it's Grease
3: Lightning! Grease lightning. We'll get some overhead injection cut up in chrome oh yeah. the, money, you get the money. with the force speed on the floor never waiting at the door you know that ain't no shit we're we'll
2: come on dude it's fun
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not a big fan of musicals
2: Greece is not a musical. It's a cultural iconish thing. I,
1: I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's not my not my thing. That's okay. Uh, it's
2: not my bag, baby.
1: It's all good. Um
2: I was looking at here and you know it is an awful Queen song. It's I'm in love with my car.
1: It's really weird. It is a it fucking
2: is- weird song. We got to play a little bit of it. Like, why wouldn't they let Freddie Mercury sing that song?
1: I think Roger Taylor wrote it. I think they I, know, I, think he wa- I think he wanted to sing it. Oh,
2: what a mistake. Why you have the greatest fucking singer ever in your band, and you're gonna sing this song. I don't know. What do I know?
1: And the song was the B side to Bohemian Rhapsody, too. So you had like two weird songs on uh, wow. one album. That's fucking hysterical. I guess I guess if you had the forty five though, it was uh A lot of dead air because that song is only three minutes, and Bohemian Rhapsody is like whatever it is, six minutes. Wow.
2: Wow. Good thing Hmm. they didn't play the B side. I love Billy Ocean. He's got a bunch of great songs, but Get Out of My Dreams, Get In My Car is one of his classics.
1: He's one of those guys that I'm always like, What the hell happened to him? He just disappeared.
2: I'm sorry. He, had- he should have been in We Are the World. He was not in We Are the World. He should have been.
1: I don't think he's American, which is probably why. Okay. But <laughs> so I think he dumb. was like, no, I'm no, so- no. He was from like the Caribbean or something. Oh, I'm so stupid. Forgive so. me. That's no, how I, big
2: he was. But that's right. how big he was. Holy shit. Was, yeah,
1: it was you like know? 10 years where he was enormous. remember the video. It had like, it was him. And then there was like some animation in it. It was like really oh, yeah. kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, and
2: then he had that song. Uh, from the Jewel of the Nile.
1: Yes, I love those movies.
2: Uh, and that video is hysterical with um, Danny DeVito, uh, sh- uh, whatever. Kathleen Michael Turner and Michael Douglas. Douglas and they're like yeah. backup singers. It's great. Hey, if we're going to talk about cars, we got to talk about Stanley Hagar. You can't drive 55, baby.
1: The Red Rocker. And he's like almost 80.
2: Oh, I can't think of Sammy Hagar and not think about Van Halen. And when I think about Van Halen, I think about the Blue Meanie. So the other night I was at the bar, this kid comes in. He's from England. He comes in, he's like, I'm in Philadelphia and I follow the bar on Instagram. Okay. And I was like, How do you do that? He's like, oh, I'm a wrestling fan. And I followed the Blue Meanie. So I was in town. And I said I had to stop at McCuskers of the Blue Meanie. I was like, that is awesome. It's a little weird, but that is awesome.
1: That's cool. That's very cool.
2: Yeah, he follows us and uh, you know, comes all the way across the pond and he's got to stop at McCusker's because he hears how awesome it is.
1: Was the Blue Meanie in there? Did He
2: He did... wasn't. Um, uh. That was a Friday. I said, come back the next night. It was Saturday. And I told him to come back and I'm sure Brian was going to be there then because there was a wrestling thing going on and he always comes from a afterwards. I'm looking forward to the WrestleMania in Philadelphia because yes, Brian's going to be like a celebrity.
1: Yes, Meanie media at Cuskers. Yeah. I I saw him talking about it on Facebook. Yeah, it's going to be great. You know, awesome. Yeah,
2: we could do a whole episode about the Talking Heads. You know, they're they're just a a crazy art band that became this rock and roll band. You know, Road to Nowhere is a great song. Oh, man, every time I hear that song, I think of my good friend, Jack Bernard, who passed away. And that was his theme song. You know, every time I hear that song, I think of my buddy.
1: They're a weird band and I'm always like, like, what are they? It's hard to it's hard to define them.
2: They're like an Andy Warhol project, man.
1: Yeah, I was putting almost on the same bucket as like Devo, just kind of weird defy uh, defy categorization.
2: Maybe like Blondie. I mean, they were part of the CBGB sound.
1: Yeah, talking. They're yeah, a little more like artsy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool. more talented
2: than a lot of bands of CBGBs. We have to talk about the Queen, Aretha Franklin. She had "Freeway of Love." Remember that. Aretha, dude, she handled her shit, man. Let me tell you. It's not nice to say this about a woman, but she was a motherfucker. She sure. really was. Like, holy shit. Like, she was the boss. Totally. She just,
1: uh, if I remember correctly, she just hit a point in her life where she was like, I'm I'm not putting up on it anymore. And I'm going to be in charge of my own career. And uh, I guess people around her were taking advantage of her. If I if I remember correctly, I would, it was from the... Um, Rock and roll archaeology on Pantheon. They did a whole like two hours about yeah.
2: her. There's a great so, movie about her that's out. It's real. She took at her young age. She got took advantage of, you know, she said, "Uh, uh-uh, no more. And it awesome. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. And I'm sad to see that she went. She had a lot of great music.
1: Another yeah. person like Nat King Cole, just that voice or Janice just like just blows a roof off when she sings.
2: Yeah. Uh, I wish I would have saw her in concert, yeah, me too. you know maybe she was something we all took for granted when she was here, you know, and she's great in the Blues Brothers movie. The Blues brothers, don't they owe you money? <laughs> I love life as a highway. I heard it in the um supermarket the other day, and I, that's what I always say. you hear a song in the supermarket. it's a fucking hit,
1: okay. You didn't put the Rascal Flatts version on here you Oh, i your sorry, the tom, I messed that tom, up
2: I messed uh, that up, I'm sorry
1: Would you say they're the Maroon 5 of country music? You said that at my house one time Here's <laughs> Life is a <the> Highway It's in my blood and it's all love that that is a really catchy song
2: and i'm gonna go on a record rascal flats just suck dude they're like the smash mouth of fucking <laughs> country music
1: yeah maybe that's what you call them
2: <laughs> the smash mouth of country music <laughs> i have a million jokes buddy i keep uh, them rolling i keep them rolling i make this i'm making a laugh i'm making a laugh
1: but that Tom Cochran song is catchy as hell. Oh and yeah! It's like the ultimate like '90s one hit wonder.
2: I remember hearing that the first time, and I was like, "Holy shit! What a great riff! What a great harmonica solo in the middle of it!" You know? I think I had that single on cassette. Yeah, it was on MTV all the time. It was, yeah, yeah. I think it's time for some Primus. Jerry's a
1: race car driver. Oh, oh.
2: I love Meet Some Primus. We did a whole episode of Primus.
1: We did. We did a whole episode on Les
2: Claypool Yeah, uh, last he's a, year. He's a brilliant guy, man. There's not even a, there's not even enough words to say about him.
1: Mad scientist of rock and roll. Love it. Love the yeah. quirkiness and all the different projects he's involved in. And you can go check out that whole episode we did on him.
2: Mm. You know who's really quirky is cake? Yeah. The Distance
1: is a pretty good song. My opinion of them comes and goes. Sometimes it's just too... It's too much, but this is a decent song.
0: And they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for
1: one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the
3: cup, but he's driving and
2: I love that guitar riff. Fucking grungy as shit.
1: Yeah, it's grungy but it's like it's quirky too. Yeah. yeah. It's very like, 90s. I've
2: seen them in concert. They opened up for the uh, Counting Crows at the Tower Theater, man. Back in 1997, I believe it was. Nice. Great show. A band like the Counting Crows, which is a great band is The Wallflowers.
1: Bob Dylan's kid.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think he kind of sings better than Dylan, his son. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a pretty Dylan low bar, fan. though. You know, this song is great. It was even greater when Bruce Springsteen sang it with him at the MTV The Grammys or year, MTV Awards, yeah. Whatever it was. It was here, One Headlight. I love the sound of that snare drum, man. Pops.
1: That album was that album was enormous and then they yes, just it kind was. of disappeared.
2: Yeah, I mean that whole sound came and went, you know, like that whole Counting Crows, Matchbox 20, you know, they, they all go on tour together. You, you always see them all together.
1: They're still making albums and Jacob Dylan put out a couple some stuff solo. Yeah, they tour with like The Gin Blossoms, Verve and all those other kind yeah. of Yeah. Yeah,
2: I would totally go see the, the Wallflowers. They were playing it like a free show somewhere.
1: Like a supermarket like, opening or something.
2: <laughs> I wasn't thinking that depressing, but I was thinking maybe something down by the park, like a free show at the park or something. Not a supermarket opening, dude. It's, well, hey, never know. I'll take any gig. <laughs> no gig is too small. I love Rob Zombie. I think a lot of his pop culture thing is Hot Rod Cars and he's got two songs one is obviously Dragula you know it's, that one is great let's play that Aguila is the monster's car. Sure, and Rob Zombie owns that car. Oh, does he? He's the man. Yeah, he's got another song that White Zombie did with Iggy Pop, and this song is great. Black Sunshine.
1: Yeah, I loved White Zombie in the '90s. Yeah, me too. Rob Zombie was cool, like a solo stuff, but I I do like White Zombie a little bit more. But yeah, here's Black Sunshine, and this is Iggy Pop at the beginning. Performance piercing
2: the night. This
0: is Black Sunshine.
2: His songs are like movies, <laughs> you know, like they're like scary, but, you know, fun.
1: I don't know. And he's super. Yeah, he was super into like horror movies and comic books and all that stuff. And
2: the 70s had some great car movies, man. Like those uh cult movies kind of thing.
1: You know, I got one more song for you, pal. All right, dude, let's bring it home.
2: Dude, got to play ministry.
1: Jesus built my hot right another album man I this was I listened to this so much when I was like in high school
2: oh great fucking
1: song man sang sung by uh 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 shit who's on it Gibby Haynes from the Butthole Surfers
2: song man i'm ready to fucking fight someone now
1: that's one of my favorite albums from the 90s
2: yeah that was hot rod music brother
1: i love it dude nice job putting the playlist together hey man
2: i love doing this sort of thing this is a great hobby for me keeps me together you know i my first job was at pet boys did you know that yes you know and uh I was around cars a little bit growing up. Uh, my stepdad was a drag racer down at. Uh, what was that drag racing down in, in New Jersey? Atco, Yeah. So I went to Atco a lot growing up. What was your first car you ever had?
1: I had a 1983 Chevy Celebrity that only had an AM radio.
2: Holy shit,
1: dude. It's I a total think, shit. Total shit box.
2: I think mine's was a 1990 Dodge Arius White. Box car,
1: like a K car,
2: K car, yeah, with yeah, the red interioring.
1: K- I had a K car after my '83 Chevy Celebrity. You K know. cars were the shit, man. They they were awesome. I, I guess I am kind of a car guy. I do work. Yeah, you in got the, a
2: fucking. What, what do you got?
1: 1980 Stingray. That uh, yeah, you're not a car guy. The only thing
2: I want in my retirement is a Mustang. That's all I want, and I can't have a Mustang in Philadelphia. Yeah, right. I have it to be keep on blocks. It. I would have to keep it in New Jersey at my sister's house, put it in her name, you know, but that's my dream car is to have a Mustang. You can't put any drums in it, but, you know, I have another car for drums. What's your right, dream right.
1: car, Bruce? A, a late 60s Mustang. Yeah. Same thing. There's a uh, mechanic near my house that there's a uh, grabber blue, like 67 Mustang sitting in the lot. and It's been sitting there for years. And I, wow. I'm always like, man, I get some extra cash. I so just call him like, you want to sell that? Wow. Yeah,
2: that's my dream car, but yeah, I'm realistic. I'll take a new Mustang when, whenever that year will be, I'll have a new Mustang that year.
1: There you go. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the back end of the show. All right. Music news. I got two things. One, people are really into streaming music now. So this company called Luminate published a report and they said in 2023, there were 4 trillion songs streamed over the internet in 2023 as a 34% increase over last year. And then this company put together a list of the top 10, like album equivalents. So it was like album sales, song sales, streaming audio, watching videos on YouTube. And half of the top 10 were Taylor Swift. So she's like, so she's like taking over the world. Apparently. Oh,
2: the Swifties are watch out.
1: The Swifties
2: are coming through.
1: And then the other one I had, was, and it said it was like 1.8% of all the music played in the world was like Taylor Swift, which is ridiculous. Because we, talk about the, we talked about the Christmas That's fucking episode. scary.
2: They're a cult, dude.
1: When we talked about the Christmas episode, we said that like 50% of the, all the stuff that was played on the radio one year was like Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. And now it's like 1%, and you're like, holy shit, it's Taylor Swift. But people yeah, there's not like me, casual.
2: People tell me Fish is a cult. Yo, Taylor Swift
1: is a cult, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, there's not like casual fans. People go crazy for her.
2: They're a scary cult.
1: Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> little like, girls. <laughs> right, right. My niece is like six and loves, absolutely loves Taylor Swift. I was like, there's nothing wrong with their music. It's just pop yeah, music, yeah, but it is what it is. She's She's positive.
2: I dig that. Right. You know, a generation of powerful girls are going to come through because of her. Good for them. Right on.
1: And then the other news, music news I had was uh, Sky News in England reported that the owners of SoundCloud are talking about selling the company. SoundCloud's like that. Eddie Jabroni can record something and just upload it there. And uh, said over 40 million artists have released 320 million songs on SoundCloud. Excuse me. Some of the artists who got their start on SoundCloud are Post Malone, Billie Eilish, Lizzo, and Lil Nas X. So whoever buys it, hopefully they just turn it off. <sighs> Billy Eilish. Yeah. She was, uh, she's
2: not big anymore. I'm glad this is a Swifties. Oh,
1: she was our Kate Bush before we found Kate Bush. God,
2: she's so miserable. I can't take any more miserable.
1: I tried listening to her to see what, what's, I know I'm way too old to be in her demographic, but God bless her. Anyway, uh, second thoughts. We got a, we got a bunch of people were chiming in on stuff. We posted on YouTube a lot. People were talking about a lot of the rock and roll hall of fame stuff. So, uh, Susan Patton, we were talking about Dolly Parton getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She said, Dolly Parton never sang a rock song in her whole career until after she was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How is that even possible? She does not belong there. Now, before you come at me, I'm a fan of her some long ago. She's the queen of country music. She just is not a rock and roller. It was like, I get it. But that ship is she represents
2: should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a powerful woman that she is you know she did everything on her own terms she's got the tunes all the songs that were remade because you know she wrote you know why shouldn't she be in a rock and roll thing rock and roll is more than just fucking three chords and the truth there's a lot right. more than that
1: you know right and that argument about art you know people are not other than rock and rollers like miles davis and biggie and getting in like that. It, that ship has sailed. So it's like yeah, if you're for real, yeah, you know, I, I real. think she deserves to get in. So absolutely, anyway.
2: she's a lovely woman. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. And then we had this is this is some nerd stuff, and I loved it. So this dude, Adam Richards, so we're talking about the slapback echo and how Sam Phillips recorded that. And he goes, It's not really an echo chamber. The echo chamber is a room or some other empty physical space, like the attic at Hitsville, USA, or the rooms at Capitol Records in Hollywood or EMI's Abbey Road Studio. What Sam was doing was tape echo, or tape delay. Les Paul is largely credited for coming up with a tape delay in the late 40s, shortly after acquiring one of the first-ever tape machines made by Ampex. Les was a well-known jazz guitarist and electronics tinkerer who had made some hits under his belt but really hit the big time when he teamed up with his wife, Mary Ford, real name Colleen Summers. Their innovative records were huge hits in the early 40s and 50s, and that's most likely where Sam Phillips would have first heard the effect. Sam was very well versed in electronics, having previously worked in radio and rebuilt the RCA console that he purchased from a radio station that would be used on nearly all the classic Sun records. So I was like, I responded to the guy, I was like, thank you uh you sound like you're a music industry dude or a recording engineer yeah, or something he really, I really appreciate it
2: he really schooled us yeah got, i was like i no, yo, yo yo he schooled us oh, yeah. yeah i was good like good stuff man. I, love yeah. I love it i love it i love it i love it i hope I he said thank you for our shows yeah yeah
1: i said thank you and i will read this on the next episode uh when we get together so that is
2: the best email we ever got
1: uh the electric show you got something
2: yeah man I really, really hate Tracy Chapman's "Fast Cars." Okay, but it's it's awful, man. It's so depressing. And you know what? It's the females' stairway to heaven. They think it rocks in the middle there. Oh, it really rocks right here. Oh yeah, dude, fuck
1: this song. I I don't like this song because it's just such a bummer, and it just makes me upset. Um, I think it's a it's a good song. I just I just never liked it because it just it bothered me I the subject it. matter upset me. i
2: fucking hate it oh.
1: it is huge again now because luke Combs covered it and it went to number one in country radio so tracy chapman became the first black woman to write a song that went number one in country which is like that's
2: awesome it's
1: that's crazy awesome. it took till 2023 to do that but yeah it was cool you know, the the morons were like, she's being exploited, and it was like, no, dude, like she had to give permission for him to do that, like to record that song. He didn't just like take it from her. I respect her.
2: She's got a couple good songs. It's just we're doing songs about cars. This is, the song is a bummer. It's a car song, it which just kill it, man.
1: Oh my god, man! Car songs our, are supposed our, to be fun. Our manager in the music store loved Tracy Chapman and used uh, to play uh, all the time. And it would be like. Just like, uh, good, give goodness. me one
2: reasons. A great song.
1: Ugh. Give
2: me one reasons. A great
1: song. That album, I, we had to listen to it. Like anytime you'd work in the morning and she was there, she would put it on. Hated it. All right, let's kill it. Get out of here. We sentence you to death. That's going to be controversial.
2: <laughs> yes, it people, will. People are going to come at us for that one. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's all right. So that's, yeah, that's fine. I don't <laughs> mind being controversial. That's a wrap on episode 76. So we only play 30 second clips of songs that we talked about today. But if you want to hear the full versions, there's a link to an episode playlist in the show notes. What did you think of the episode? Let us know. Let us know by reaching out to us on social media or emailing us at show at com. We love hearing from listeners and we try to read as many comments as we can on the air. Lastly, we'd love it if you follow us on your favorite streaming platform, leave us a review, and tell someone about us. It's probably a great time to wrap up because I'm going downhill. So I'm gonna uh go take a hot shower, take a uh, take some Nyquil, and go oh, pass Bruce, out. You no, did a no great doubt. job
2: tonight, man. I, I held it together, it, brother.
1: You did great. I hope you feel better. To all of our
2: listeners out there that are fighting a little cold or something, just hang in there. Valentine's Day's right around the corner. We got more episodes coming. And Bruce. Yes, sir. Keep on rocking.
1: Peace out. Oh,